It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purebred local and the Colorado transplant perspectives a mile high inside the fan cave with Max and Tony Comis on Mile High Sports. Oh, that's right, Denver. Monday night, that means it's time for Inside the Fan Cave. I'm Tony Comis alongside me, LJ Maximo. Hoping you guys are having a nice, safe drive. Six o'clock, we'll be with you for the next hour. Lot to talk about. Proudly presented by our friends over at Drives at Mile High. We'll speak to Ryan and Roman Romero from Denver's elite exotic luxury car rental company. They must be doing the weather outside of today. has been incredible, so I'm excited to talk about them. They've got a big announcement to make about what they've got going on. Tonight we're going to talk, obviously, you got the draft. You've got uh, NFL draft reaction. We'll give you our thoughts. We're going to be bringing in Doug Ottawa, editor of the Mile High Sports Magazine. What did you just say? We got Doug Ottawa. Yes, I thought I was. Uh, I thought I said something wrong. Oh my god! I was like, I think Tony, Doug. I think Doug said yes. This is show fourteen, and we get Doug Ottawa on show fourteen. Fourteen? I thought maybe we'd have to put like two hundred shows in to get Doug two touchdowns and extra <laughs> points. Man, that's gonna be, we're gonna have a good night. Nuggets play tonight. Oh, this is pregame Nuggets, right here. Second, what were you saying on the way over here? You're talking about the uh, the Nugs. Second round. Oh, we're playing with house money now. All the sports gurus, all the average fans, all the new bandwagon fans, the Nuggets are not going to get past the first round. Is that just because historically that hasn't happened? Ten years. How old were you ten years ago, Tony? Eleven. Yes. Just think. We're enjoying second round playoff basketball. And you know what? There's a lot of teams that can't say that. Jake Meyer behind the glass. Yes. Hey, Jake. It's up, actually it's hipster Jake tonight. Know, yeah, I like got it. a beanie on. It's a little cold out. Just, I'm dressed you know, up just for trying you. trying to stay warm. I'm dressed up for you tonight. I like Jake. it, brother. With a heavy heart tonight. So what I got a little say, heavy heart tonight. We do. We you do. Know. The um, the Denver Broncos lost a big fan. Huge fan. A hu- probably one of the biggest out biggest. there in, in the entire Uncle state. Uncle Ray, baby. All my brothers, all my cousins are listening right now in T-Town and just want to give a big shout out to Uncle Ray and all his sons that are listening right now in Thornton, man. Rest in peace, Uncle Ray. And I lost my cousin too, Fredos. But it was funny because they, they were big sharing sports fans. They were sharing a and story. That's what it's about. Yes. About how during Bronco game days, and everyone has their game day routine, right? So, especially Bronco fans that I, I, I've learned to, to know and love is that <clears throat> game day, games on. If you walked in front of the TV and it wasn't a commercial, you, you might have gotten clotheslined by Uncle Ray. You can't might do have. That. Yeah, that was a no-no. And that's one reason why I got a big screen, a big flat <laughs> screen, because Uncle Ray, because he always had the baddest TV in town, baby. 
Remember those big flat screens that people had in the 80s? They were just huge, big boxes. And it was like, if you had one of those big screen TVs in were, the 80s. You were rich. Dude, you were you were somebody. Yeah, you were. You know, and now it's like, oh, TVs are everywhere. But anyway. Nugs and abs. Abs take one. They take home ice back yesterday, which is awesome. Did you get to watch any of that one? Well, I know you were traveling. Yeah, so I know it's been a rough week. I didn't. I haven't tweeted a lot this week, so you know it's been a rough week for me. But I still follow. And Samson, we are following the CSU softball team when they win the Mountain West. We're going to party, Samson. We but bring Coach Pitch back in there. Yeah, we got to get Coach Pitch too. You're right, but it's such a good time, Tony, to be a Denver sports fan, a Colorado sports fan. I can't remember a time like this where every night we get an Avs playoff game, we get a Nuggets playoff game, we get an Avs playoff game, we get a it's back to back to back. Can you imagine Pepsi Center? They're loving that like the Momferts. They're getting that ticket money, baby. Speaking of the Momferts, know, rocks right? rocks are winning. Yes. They go to Atlanta. They take yes. the series. They got uh, this is three. And we're still in April. Three, four seasons in a row. Yeah, three weeks ago. Remember you know, it, they were oh, called the Bub Black. Oh, Bud Black's got to well, go. I'll tell you what, and, I, and I will be accountable. Oh, we missed DJ LeMay. Cargo. And, We've talked about that. Man. A lot of folks were talking about that. But you know what? It was it was a fair conversation it to was. have. It was. Because when you lose. We had eight games. We were eight games in. When you lose eight <laughs> games in a row, that, you know, some something was wrong. But at the at you have to attribute now you've got those players back. You've got McMahon yeah. back. You've Murphy. Got Murphy. Daniel Murphy's dropping bombs. Oh, he's a doubles hitter. No, I'm not. I drop bombs. Hitting I think a couple he's in a row. Good, Nolan man. hitting five, Nolan's five back. games in a row on the road with a home run. Well, Nolan's being Nolan. So I like it. Numbers 303-831-1340. That's the Interstate Roofing Talk text line. You guys can get on board. We welcome your reaction to the NFL draft. You know, taking a, a, a knee-jerk reaction, it was fun going into that and watching uh, the draft Thursday night when it started. The the Broncos with the uh, the number ten pick overall. We were sitting up at uh, at a restaurant, myself, the wife, the kids, and just waiting, waiting. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then you see Jones go early at six with the Giants, who were like, "Okay, this is our guy. We're taking him." And they they dang sure did. A lot of Manning influence there, I think, and David Cut, Cutcliffe helping make that decision for. Uh, for Eli and uh, the Giants, but uh, you know, you go to ten. How about ten? Wow! What were you thinking at that point? I'm what thinking were we're. Thinking? I'm thinking we're getting a linebacker. We're getting. We're going to get our linebacker. And I'm like, nope, we ain't getting our linebacker. We ended up getting three first round picks though, because I'm calling Drew Locke. You know, I'm going to call him a first rounder, but we got him at the 41st pick. He's a top 50 player if you think about it I, I can't. the top 50 players in the world were drafted and drew lock was one of them and our mile drives at mile high guys called it you're right you know what i'm saying yeah a little bit later but i still had a double take the iowa tight end i was like is there really two tight ends from iowa that went in the first round what were your thoughts on that? Well, I wasn't. What I were your thoughts see, on that? I didn't see T.J. Hawkinson going at uh, no. At that's eight what I'm saying. I had to, to double Detroit take that, that early. Yeah, it, like it, Iowa, Big Ten. We've we've two got first the, uh, round tight ends. Well, we've got uh, we we've got one of our our favorite callers calling in already. Boom! Iron Mike must <laughs> know, have a right? lot to say because he's been itching. Oh, he's ready to guy. talk NFL draft. 
We need I to am, get him a theme song. Let's go to <laughs> the phone line. It's Iron Mike. What's up, guys? What's happening, Iron Mike? What's up, Mike? You know, dude, I, I troll social media, and I look at all these people that are giving the Broncos a failing grade or a mm-hmm. CC minus for the draft this mm-hmm. weekend. And I go, those people have no clue what the Broncos did or what they needed. They acknowledged every position they needed. Who knows if they're going to be a bust or are they going to just tear the NFL up? But they took a chance on a lot of players. They made a, they made a splash by dropping from 10 to 20, and they ended up getting two good players in the second round right there that filling the gap that they're going to need. They got an athletic quarterback in lock. So, baby, the Broncos are locked and loaded. You think, we're, you think there's a tur- – hey, is there a quarterback controversy? No. Come no. On. Not at all. When you got a guy that says, I want to learn behind Flacco. I want to learn from Elway. That's not right. a controversy. What if we're, what if we go uh, one in five out of the gate? He's what are you going to do, Mike? You know what? Don't listen to the fans. The fans most likely don't You're even know fan. much about football, right? But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call. <laughs> what are you gonna tell Elway for one and five? Well, I'm it depends not, on I'm how put, you got that put, one and exactly. five. Put so, the best team on the field. I don't care if it's. I mean, it, we could be say, say Von Miller is out for a couple of games and we lose a couple because we are our defense isn't stepping up. Okay. We're scoring. We're scoring forty five points. But we're giving up fifty two. You know, like we're still Big losing. Twelve football, right there. Yeah. Right, but what I'm saying is. It's not one player. So it's you like the you like the draft. What would you grade the draft then? I would put it at an A minus to maybe a mid A. I okay. mean, so an eighty eight got value. They got value. They got. They didn't. I okay. mean, they're, they're, they've got gamers. They don't have to have superstars. They got gamers. What do you think of that Risner kid from Wiggins? I, I love that. I love the pick. I do because too. he's versatile on the interior offensive line right. with Munchak too, man. Exactly. He's going to be coached up so oh, well here. He's a coachable kid. He's from hometown. This is like Philip <laughs> Lindsay 2.0. This is his dream. Yes. You know, he's going to be like that Colts lineman from last year. I think he's going to step in, and he's going to make an impact. Quentin Nelson. What do you think? Incredible. That, yeah. yeah you know, when we're going to talk more into about the draft, you got Noah Font right there, who they got with that trade with the Steelers at number 20. Um, watching more of his tape, you got Dalton Reisner, Drew Locke, Draymond Jones, Justin Hollins, who I'm a big fan of, and Juwan Winfrey. It was a good draft. It, you know, we'll talk about what we think our grades on that. Iron Mike puts it at an A, maybe minus? you know, A minus A. Which what is that on a grade? Be Ninety-four to hundred to an A. I would give it a ninety-three. Okay, in college, that's give an A. It. Yeah, okay, exactly, exactly. It's a mid to what about an SEC school? We got to run, guys. <laughs> We're up against a break. Don't go anywhere. Thanks, more. Iron Mike. Thank you, Iron Mike. We've got more Denver Broncos talk. We'll be welcoming in Doug Ottawa, editor for the Mile High Sports Magazine. Going to talk some Nuggets when we come back right yeah. here on Mile High Sports Radio. Rest in peace, Uncle Ray. Inside the Fan Cave with Max and Tony Comes. Tuesdays at 6 on Mile High Sports. You ready? You ready, Max? You going to hit I'm this ready. with me right here? No. Pack it in. Let me begin. I came to win, but I'm me. That's a sin. Come on, man. You karaoke your house all the time. I'm not like tweets, Dan. Come on, put your hands up. 
Who's These guys have can fun, sing. Man. Those guys can sing. You can sing. That boy can sing. We might have to have a mile you high score. You ain't never met no Martin Luther the King. Yeah. Hold on. Maybe I'll sing it a little later. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> it's funny watching you drink out of a mug. I know. I got my mile high sports water. I gotta like represent. It. Gotta represent. Inside the fan cave here. We're with you every Monday night from 6 to 7 o'clock. Having fun right here. Bringing sports Dropping sports knowledge to you. Also talking a little bit about everything, man. Talking oh, a little bit about what everything. A great, great time to be in sports. Great I can't say time. it enough. Look who comes in the door. Oh my goodness. You never know who's gonna walk through the door here. <laughs> Ever. This is why it's I love Nikola it. Jokic. <laughs> I can't but aren't you supposed to be at the Pepsi Center? <laughs> I, know, right? I wish. I know. Are you heading there? Yeah. You're going. Yeah. Eight thirty tip off. Yeah. Oh my god. Much goodness. to the uh, dismay of my mother. And look at outside. Are it's you like, taking mom? Yeah. Awesome. Well, she's taking me more more realistically. <laughs> she's, okay. She's legit nuggets. <laughs> she goes to all I the listen time, to yeah. the shows and you're like, my mom is. She's had them since like 92. Yeah. Tickets since 92. Loyalty, baby. It's a lot wow. of lean years. It's just like this winter snow that we're getting right now. <laughs> look at this, Tony. Tony's from Orlando, Florida, folks. Yeah. And it's April, what, 28th? It's a bomb cycle. This ain't no Disney World. This is just a cyclone. (laughs) We're just having a cyclone. I'm enjoying this. You know, what better weather? It's Denver. Welcome to Denver, Portland. (laughs) And guess what? It's 5280. The Nuggets take on the Trailblazers tonight. We've got Doug Ottawell in studio with us. Going to talk a little bit of Nuggets uh, right here on Inside the Fan Cave. Proudly presented to you by our friends over at Drives at Mile High. You guys... Can text us on the Interstate Roofing text lines 303-831-1340. I'm Tony Comas alongside me, LJ Maximo. Doug, so lot to talk about. <laughs> you got the the series tipping off tonight. Max mentioned in the first segment about it's uh, are the Nuggets playing with free money right now because of the fact that they've you know hey listen it's it's a second round series which this city hasn't seen in a long time ten years. Uh, I mean to some extent yes. I mean I think the goal of the organization. Well, I know the goal of the organization was to make the playoffs. They did that. When you get to the playoffs, then it's like, you know what? This is a pretty favorable matchup. You got to win a round. And if you don't win a round, you're disappointed. I've always said that I thought the season was, I wouldn't say a failure. I would say a disappointment if they didn't win at least one round. They did that. So I feel like they've they've accomplished everything they need to accomplish this year. However... But don't you feel like they should have done that as a two seed Absolutely. in the NBA yeah. playoffs? Yeah, and right? they did. They in did. the West. Yeah, this isn't the East. Right. They they did that. They won a series, and I think for me, sort of mission accomplished. However, when you look at the weird way they finished the season, and they had these kind of this random combination of things that needed to happen to get the matchup that they wanted, or at least that was the prevailing theory. They got San Antonio, and San Antonio is tough, but they beat them. And now they play Portland, a team that they really have had really pretty good luck over the last, what, eight matchups, I think. And I like the matchups in terms of the X's and O's and the, and the personnel. So, yeah, they've won a playoff series. I think it's a, a, a big box checked. But now you look at Portland, and, and if you're anybody that's involved with the Nuggets, anybody who follows the Nuggets, you're, you're sitting there going, you know what? they got to win this series. We and they should. This. They're the yes. be- they're the better team. I, yes. I mean, I am very convinced of that. They're a better team than the Portland Trailblazers. I think, I think, oh, go ahead, Tony. I think what I've learned in watching that first round series against San Antonio, and I think what we're going to see is a completely different series than you saw against San Antonio against Portland. 
the Nuggets were three and one against Portland this year, and it was a lot of offense. There wasn't a lot of defense. It wasn't the series that we saw against San Antonio, where points were at a premium and defense, where you saw Torrey Craig become Torrey Craig. And now you've got a different series coming up in Portland, where the talent on an offensive standpoint, I think, it really has an opportunity to shine here. Shut down Damian. That's put, very easy to say, Max. Well, it, let somebody else beat you. Uh, put Craig on him. Do something that's just going to throw him off. Because when we were playing the Spurs, it was against Popovich and then Derek White and then whoever else was going to show up. But we were playing against Popovich in the first round. That's all you heard. Oh, it's Malone. It, oh, Popovich. Popovich this. Popovich a legend. Now it's Damian Lillard. How are we going to stop him? Let somebody else beat you. I, I, I kind of like what you said there because I think – Kind of? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I mean, Lillard is—he's the guy. Yeah. So, but here's what I here's why I say kind of. You're not stopping him. You're not going to stop him. He's gonna get his points. He's gonna get his highlights, all the above. So what I think you have to do is contain him a little Ooh, as best like you that. can. So are you gonna stop him? Are you gonna hold him to twelve? No, you're not. But. I think the key is to not let those other guys beat you. To not let three, four, and five beat you because that's where the Nuggets own this matchup. I, I think Lillard, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be the best player on the floor every single night. He just is. And so he's going to win his matchup. McCollum versus whether it's uh, Murray, Will Harris. Barton, yeah. Murray, maybe even you might see a little Torrey Craig from time to time. I think that's a matchup that's sort of in the balance. I think he has the ability to win that on some nights. I think Denver has the ability to win that on some nights. But the other three... Three, four, and five. Denver should like that. Denver should win those matchups every single night, every single possession. And I think that's the key: is if you can contain Lillard a little bit, and you make those other guys beat you, but you don't let them, then you win this series easily. I think. And I think because I, I like I said, and and one of the things that I wrote in my column today is that, you know, in a seven-game series, the better team wins, and it might take uh, a game or two of chess match and a game or two of film review to figure out what scenario, what matchup, whatever you like about that particular game, and then they just do it over and over and over, and you see that in a seven-game series. I mean, there's a reason you see that handoff rub pick play at the top of the key 500 mm -hmm. times with the Nuggets because it worked against the against the Spurs. Well, uh, you know what's interesting, Doug and, and, and LJ, is that in the matchups during the season this year when Denver went head-to-head -head with Damian Lillard, you saw he had he had his his challenges and his trouble against Denver. You saw his shot percentage was 37, 38% against the rest of the league. Against Denver, about 27, 28%. Why? Mm -hmm. Who was on him? That's the questions. He was guarded. When he was guarded by Murray Harris and Torrey Craig, he shot a combined six of twenty-four from the field. So to your point, Doug, you know, that's what it's going to come down to. Are you going to stop him? Probably not. Is he going to get his? Yes. But can you minimize the impact like that Damian Lillard can him. make? Yeah, Just and, and I think that's what you got to do. Is you, yeah. and even if he gets his, even if he goes off, I think he's got to exert maximum effort. He's got to play every single offense down to the shot clock. You got to make him do that. You got to make him get to the point where he is exhausted. And not only that, but in order to get his points, it's going to take a lot of possessions, a lot of shots, and maybe he's not getting those other guys involved. So it's a matter of of making him work for whatever it is he's going to get. What have you like seen it. out of Nikola Jokovic kind of from the end of the regular season? Jokic. 
Jokic. Yeah. What, what did I say? I don't even know what I said. <laughs> Jokovic. Jokovic. Whatever. I'm going to say. What's now the next just call Jokovic. him Joker. What's an extra Joker. syllable? Over I know, there, right? You know, you know you're, right, you're right there, Tony. I what knew, have you seen? I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> what have you seen? Joker. My, my mind goes so quickly. <laughs> what, have you, what have you seen um, as far as from him, um, I guess, progressing and developing in a postseason, from a postseason standpoint, um, so far, and what do you expect to see in this series? So I think what I what Jokic. I saw from him from game one to game seven was an evolution of a guy that decided he was going to play defense for one, and that was the biggest fact. You can talk about his triple doubles, you can talk mm-hmm. about his stats, you can talk about his his forty two forty two point, yeah. point game. But what made the difference in this series is that he decided he was going to play defense. And he made LaMarcus Aldridge work for everything. So Good I think point. he worked LaMarcus he Aldridge. To me, that was the difference of them winning and losing. Yeah. It wasn't his triple doubles. The other thing that I thought was a sh- huge sign of maturation was that, and especially in game seven, he decided that he was not going to get baited or get frustrated by the officials. And I think he was. On the he, he was put into the worst possible situation. The NBA assigns Tony Brothers to Game 7. Are you kidding me? This is like common knowledge that these two have a running well, feud. And yeah. Jokic just handled it like a pro. Didn't it, even man. look cross-eyed at him once. Well, how I much of it. that is a testament to what Malone's been able to do and, and kind of coach him up? I, I think that there was absolutely a, a, a closed-door conversation of, hey, look, you know who's going to be the ref. You know what's going to happen if you look at him funny. But... I think your coach can tell you that, but you still have to go do it. And I think that the fact that he sort of led by example and his demeanor was that of we're winning this game. I don't care what the officials are doing. And it was a terribly officiated game, and he just did not take the bait. I thought that was incredibly impressive. I think where I want to see him go in this next series is I still want him to take the big shot. I mean, Jamal Murray had some big shots in this series, but I think that Nikola Jokic passed on a couple including in game seven he had he had a a a pretty open look in the middle of the key to win it really Mm -hmm. um and he passed it to murray look it was the right play but i still want to see your star be the guy who's going to pick you up put him on his put you on your back and win a game i'm gonna put you on the spot here seven games series here against portland two versus three the winner gets the uh western conference championship what do you see happening i've been saying it all day i think the nuggets win this in five and I mean, I, I, I just, I think well, it, when you when you say six, it never feels right because yeah. that requires a uh, deciding game on the road. Yeah. But I really think the Nuggets are a better team, a much better team than Portland. First of all, hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I want to say something. You have Gil, a microphone. Gil just texted me. Yeah, he, he says, said, get out of my chair. Yeah. He texted me too. Doug, <laughs> when you got Gil texting live and we got Doug Ottawell in our studio, Tony, I'm enjoying this. You have made it. <laughs> I think we're getting somewhere. I'm ta- I'm taking the Nuggets in seven. Tony, what about Another you before we go to break? Series? I'm going seven, man. Uh, Let's get these boys more playoff experience. I, I agree. It. I love I it. want them to get battle tested in the playoffs because it's going to only help the future of this team. We're young. Let's uh, play seven. Hey, of course, from a fan perspective, the more basketball <laughs> you can see, the better. But I'll tell you what I think on the on the other side of the break. It's inside the fan cave. We're right here on Mile High Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. N- Thank NFL, you, Doug. Broncos draft talk. Thank you so much, Doug Ottawell. Have fun at the game, bro. I will. Thank you, guys. All, All right, right, man. Max. Tony Comis. Two guys with thoughts from the Van Cave. Mile High Sports Radio. I got a lot of toys. 720S pumping fallout boy. You was talking shit in the beginning. Back when I was Welcome back. Denver. Denver. Big wow. night tonight. The Nuggets. Wow. W-O-W. I like this new joint. I like this new joint. This is millennial stuff. Post Millennials Malone. are listening to this. How did he come up with that name, Post Malone? Like, I, I only, I just think of Carl think Malone because he, he was a great post player. Denver? Post Malone. Denver Post? No, I don't no, think it no, had anything no. to do with the Denver Post. <laughs> okay, I, was just I think my theory might have a little <laughs> okay. bit more behind it, but I might be wrong. Okay. Inside the fan cave here, Monday maybe, night, uh, 6 to 7 Coach o'clock. Malone? Maybe he met Coach Malone in Denver and he was reading the Denver Post. Post While Malone? reading the Post <laughs> at DIA. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Boom. Wow. Okay. Inside the fan cave. Man, what a great show. It's so much fun what being fun. in here. We get to talk. Hey, the Nuggets played tonight. We just had a great segment, Doug Ottawell. Thank you, Doug. Mile High, the new Mile High Magazine, Max. We got a sneak preview. I wish I can say who's on the cover. This is one of the best magazines. Going to have to wait. Going to have to wait. It'll be out Wednesday, right? It's the golf edition, though. Everybody knows. Every oh, May wait edition, till you guys see that. who's on the cover. Yeah. This is an all-timer. But anyway, thanks, Doug. You're the man, bro. Gil, thanks for texting in, all the texters. I like Doug's uh, prediction of the Nugs in five. I mean, they I like are it. the more talented team. I think he said, they sh- was it five or six? He said five. Yeah, five. Yeah, because the six was yeah, winning six it away on, the, on, on yep. the road. Um, you've That's got at home. home court advantage. I, I like the five. You are the more talented team. You you do have the advantage when it comes to the three, four, five. And bench? Who wins the bench? We got the bench. Well, the bench, yeah. They're nine deep. Dude. So and What happens if Will Barton decides to show up? You know what's interesting Dude, about that? I'm glad Will you brought his up, name up oh. because I want to. Maybe next week we, we'll do this after we yeah. have a couple games under our belt is go back to that. Remember when we talked about that at the Athletic article with Will Barton? And um, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, I can't remember who, who was it wrote it. But no, but it was it was literally between it was the thoughts between him and Mike Malone and how yeah. Malone addresses the team and the post team. And Will Barton let nothing you know, he didn't hold anything back. No. You know, even words, uh, words that we can't say on radio in that interview. And I thought it was, I, I, I keep thinking about that, especially through that yeah. first round series. I thought with about San the whole Antonio. series. I'm like, 
we didn't even have Will the Thrill. Well, and we no, took that series. And, and you're right, but I think it was more of how the relationship, there was a lot of underlying kind of layers and connotation there but, uh, that told you a lot about the relationship between Coach Malone and Will Barton. And by him being so um, candid in his talk of, of how he spoke about Coach Malone and and how he interpreted what Coach Malone would say in post game, and, and there's the way that you can take that communication to the players in the locker room and Barton was like, you know, hey, listen, there's two ways you can take beep it. it. Beep it. Well, you, well, yes, from from a yes, from a from from a a very yeah simple level. Yes, you can beep out uh, the words, but that's yeah. not what he was talking about. I, I think, just want to be at McNichols Sports Arena tonight. I bet McNichols is going to be here. Jamming. I am trying to go all Bob Levy on you, and you're just you just, you just want to be. There. I just dropped McNichols. What, what my point is. <laughs> is that I think what that article from The Athletic said about Will Barton and Mike Malone um, was that it really paid homage to the relationship that they have and how Will Barton is able to handle criticism, not only from his coach, but also from a fan base right. perspective as well. And yeah. I think we saw that because right now, who's been taking the brunt of the criticism? Will. Will Barton. Enough of that. We'll table that for later. Right now, you're listening to Inside the Fan Cave. We got a boys from Drive Ma. Hi. I said, baby. Come on with us. Yes. We got the Lambros. Oh, the Lambros. They Zoom, lock too. Zoom, zoom. Always remember, you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> it's Ryan and Roman Romero. Boys, welcome to the Fan Cave. Thank you so much for all you do. What is happening? Gentlemen. What's going on, guys? Oh, you see it? Just enjoying a little April uh, yeah. twenty. What I don't even know. We're, we're enjoying a slight. Snow. We're enjoying. We're enjoying the cyclone. It's not a bomb yeah. cyclone. It's probably. It's probably a cyclone. <laughs> I will give you a little insight about Post Malone. Um, pretty interesting fact. Post is his last name, and Malone was supposed to be Carl Malone, but he uh, because he just used a name generator, so it's just by coincidence. Really, but it makes That's sense, right? Because Malone is one of the best post players of all time. Well, and his first song was Dude, called that, White, White Iverson. That and makes that was sense. Allen Iverson. So, a little uh, Nuggets history there. Wow, the more you know. <laughs> Can you tell Ryland? The <laughs> there you go, a little NBC. <laughs> the more you know from the Lambros. <laughs> Can you yeah. tell Ryan's a millennial guy? <laughs> no, we had a. We're trying to drop some millennial tracks. You know, we got to get that. It. We got to get that eighteen to thirty-one. You know, listening audience. Because <laughs> they feel like they're entitled to it. Yes. So what's yes, up, sorry, Jake? <laughs> Dude, Jake's different, did, though. Did we hey. not pick Drew Locke? I know we picked him a little early, but did yep. we not pick him? You guys Dude. nailed it. Yeah. NFL's draft talk. The boys that drives a mile high went complete Lambo on us and and dropped the uh, Drew Locke draft pick. Dude, it wasn't a ten. But it did happen. Dude. The Broncos. Give me your takeaways, Ryan and Roman, on the NFL draft on the Broncos this past weekend. Go ahead, Ryan. Who wants to go first, well, Ryan? I was. Uh, I mean, I was expecting Drew Locke. You should have seen me during the draft. I was. Uh, I was getting ready to jump in down, ready for that that pick, and then we got Fant. Noah Fant. I'm yeah. super excited about this pick. And and when we got into that second round, I was like, you know what? I don't know if we're going to do anything exciting. Well, we did. We came back up. We picked up the quarterback of the future. John Elway laid down the law. He said, hey, this is going to be our backup. Joe Flacco's the guy. No questions asked. Let's develop this guy. Let's get him ready. Let's get him primed. And 
let's avoid any of the, the drama. And it just really seems that this team is focused. Uh, we didn't get any quarterbacks, which is going to be a good sign that Chris Harris Benito. should be yes. getting a contract. So Give him I his think money. overall, uh, I think overall the Broncos A plus all the way around. Wow, you're giving him a 99? We're speaking with Ryan <laughs> Roman Romero from Drives at Mile High, Denver's number one exotic luxury car rental company. These guys have oh, it all. That. We talked about Roman. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Ryan, thank you for the uh, the draft feedback. But I'm gonna switch gears. No pun intended, and go over to a little <laughs> oh, Nuggets God. talk because hey, you know, uh, you guys have a little connection with the Nuggets there with uh, with, with Murray and and maybe some uh, some some Lamborghinis and things like that. Monty. Monte Morris. Oh, Monte Morris. Yeah, I'm sorry. We gave him a little uh, Lambo Lux, didn't we? That's it. And it's blue, too. Yeah. <laughs> the baby LeMond's blue. Yeah. Uh, Monte Morris took out one of the rides, guys. Um, That's awesome. Before game seven. And uh, he had a good time in it. And, you know, he enjoyed it. Uh, and I think he played pretty well. Watching that game, he showed up a little bit there for Very us. Good. So we're, we're yeah, happy to rub good. off on them the right way. <laughs> If so we you go ne- to oh go ahead Tony you, no I was just gonna say you never yeah. know who was in that car before you as far no. as yeah you have these guys that uh, that go out there and, and love and it is a little drives a mile high that's uh, it a little rub off luck there I that's like up. that and if we go to a game seven in this second round you better get Monte Morris into the showroom and get him in that car on game seven <laughs> that's right <laughs> we got to keep that going you. I'm a baseball guy so it's all superstition and. All the other things behind the scene. Roms, we've been laying down a lot of the predictions as, uh, with the game tipping off tonight as far as Game 7 and or game, you know, the series going 7 with the Spurs. What are your thoughts real quickly before we get into the exciting news that you guys have over there at Drives a Mile High on uh, Nuggets and Portland in this second round? You know, I, I think it's going to be another tough series, especially because mm-hmm. Portland turned it on mm-hmm. against the Thunder. And, uh, you know, Damian Lillard is is unreal. Um, I really loved what Doug was saying um, the segment earlier. I think you got to put somebody on him. Tory Craig seems to kind of fit that real mm-hmm. uh, that role really well. And uh, you know, I, I like the Nuggets in seven. I, it's going to be a tough series. It just because they're young, but I, I yep. definitely think they're the more dynamic team. And we'll kind of see where their depth is. We'll see who shows up. I really love the ending that uh, Jokic and Jamal uh, really put together towards the end there on the Spurs. Dude, I'm super excited about uh, not only the series right now. The, the Nuggets are in the second round. One, we, you know, if they can get this yeah. series, it's a Western Conference Finals. Wow! And but I'm even more excited about what you guys have going on. It's going to be an exciting month in May. Talk to the listeners. Tell them uh, number one what you guys have going on and how they can get in touch with you guys. Sure, you guys can visit us at our website at milehighdrives.com or contact us at three zero three eight three three. I'm sorry. Yes, it's 833-303. Fast. Fast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm 303, baby, all the way. So many sports going on, everything happening here in Colorado. We all love right. it. Uh, don't appreciate this weather too much. We're kind of mad at Mother Nature today, but uh, it'll warm up in no time. Come and see us. May is a big month for us. Um, it actually is the start to our season. We're going to have nothing but beautiful weather from here on out. And uh, May 11th, come and visit us. Uh, we're going to have our open house. Um, we will be celebrating from at our new location uh, from 3 to uh, 8 p.m. that day. So come out and see us. We'll have some food, meet some of our vendors, see some of our cars, and kind of check out the new facility, guys. Quick rundown yeah. on the fleet that you had there that everybody come out and see. McLaren, Lamborghini, 
Corvette, Corvette Z06. We even have a Land Rover, which you can take out, Range Rover, you can take out uh, on days like this, uh, Porsche Panamera, um, and our Ferrari F430 right now, guys. So, right on, um, And more, more being added to the fleet. We've listened. We've gotten feedback from all of our followers, our customers, mm-hmm. uh, telling us what they want and uh, new cars to come. So That's we'll awesome, man. Those are coming Who's in. turning it's 40? A lot of fun. Who's turning 50? <laughs> those are great for birthdays, man. Per- perfect birthday. Go get dad a car for his 40th. All you people that are listening, or dad's turning 50, go get dad a car. <laughs> Ryan, Roman, how do they follow you on social media? I know you guys are out there on Twitter. Twitter is uh, real simple. It's just drive mile high. And then uh, we're, we're pretty cool on Twitter. I mean, we're going to be talking sports with you guys there, but we're going to be showing our cards just as much. Um, and then you can see the beautiful photos from our clients, from ourselves, uh, all the fleet, up-and-coming cars, all on our Instagram at Drive the Mile High. And, of course, that's on Facebook as well, Drive the Mile High. Um, you can follow us on all the social medias. And, uh, the you know, the big thing that's coming up, we're kicking up a membership program for everybody. And oh! We're, we're getting ready to We're getting ready to cook up something good like that, just like the Nuggets and the Avalanche are going to cook up a couple more wins for us, right? I love it. Love Thank it. you so much, Ryan, Roman, Romero. Don't forget, it. pick up the latest uh, edition of May Mile edition, High Sports, yeah. the May edition, golf edition. Hey, you guys are going to be uh, uh, in there as well. Looking forward to that, featuring that uh, blue uh, the blue Lamborghini, yeah. I think, is what, uh, what might be in there. Can't the talk baby. about the cover. We can talk about the contents. Ryan and Roman Romero, <laughs> check them out at milehighdrives.com, 833-303-FAST. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. No problem. Don't go anywhere. It's inside the fan cave right here. We're with you for one more segment. Nuggets, Avs, Broncos. We talk them all. Rockies. Rockies. (laughs) It's inside the fan cave, My High Sports Radio. Tony Comis, two guys with thoughts from the Van Cave, Mile High Sports Radio. Oh my God, what an episode last night. I will I, not give spoilers. I heard it wasn't that good. Oh, callate la boca. <laughs> you made me speak Spanish. I don't usually do that. I know, I know. Callate la boca. Oh my God, man. <laughs> Trending on Twitter, number one worldwide. The episode last night, oh, I watched. I watched it two and a half times yesterday. Incredible. I don't. You don't. Uh, wait. You said you kind of have dabbled into. I'm on. It, a, I'm on season one, episode two. You are really <laughs> deep into uh, into the series, Jake. Now you're. You took some advice <laughs> right, last right. week, right? Last week you told right. me that I have a lot of catching up to do, and and I agree because uh, I I started watching a little bit uh, more. This, this past weekend, and I'm back in it. I'm hooked again. We have our own Game of Thrones going on right here in Denver, Dude, man. We got You've Game got of the Thrones. Nuggets going for a world championship. You've got the Abs going for a world championship. So you've got... The Stanley Cup. The, the Stanley. N- the Nuggets are like Jon Snow. The Abs are Daenerys Targaryen right there. I mean, you've got a lot of you got a lot of winners right here. The Night King. Golden State Warriors, I think. I think the, the Golden State Warriors yeah. are the Night King. Do you think a lot... Actually, you know what? Let me ask you guys this, Jake and Max. Do you think that the Golden State Warriors are kind of now starting to being per- starting to have been perceived as a villain in the NBA? I Absolutely. Think, yeah. 
Absolutely. Ever since Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors, they've been perceived as the villain of the NBA. But Draymond, I, but I Draymond still think ain't everyone, no like, Boy Scout. But I still think everyone kind of loved Golden State because they do have yeah. that Steph Curry love and, and, and people love watching Golden him play. State's been good for the NBA. And, and Clay Thompson. But I think you're right. With I think Kevin Durant has kind of taken the love from Golden State and turned it a little bit into a little bit of the Night King there. Like they you know they're they're White Walkers now. Hmm. I don't Why know. Not? What you, you, do you think so? I like agree. are they are they now the villain of the NBA? I think the Nuggets with LeBron out of the picture are obviously in the perfect position to take the throne in the next 2 years. I mean they're young, they're thriving, they're getting the fan base back. We're getting that McNichols McNichols Sports Arena kind of vibe back. And you weren't here when McNichols was here. Or McNichols. Or McNichols. Or whatever it's Or Yokovivich. Yeah. But but it was crazy back in the day with Alex English and man, when we were just Are you talking Doug 80s? Moe. Yeah, Doug Moe. I was fourteen years old, man. Wearing fat lever jerseys and <laughs> That guy, yeah, I saw him like, on a stat the other day. And know, I, I was like, the horse? That, was that a misprint the horse? on ESPN? No. no, that's a real guy. You had the horse. You had uh Fat man, I'm like, man, those are the good those are some good days. But uh yeah, I mean the Nuggets where they're at right now, dude, it's like Will they take like the, boiling. Will the can the can boiling. the Nuggets take boiling. the Iron Throne? I don't know. Jake, if you're shaking your head feverishly back there. I think they can. I mean I, the, from what I saw in game one against the the Houston Rockets, the Golden State Warriors looked vulnerable. Their turnover yeah. to assist ratio was god awful, and they were playing so sporadically, and they they just looked like their chemistry was off. So, I think they look a little vulnerable. I think the the Denver Nuggets definitely have a chance to take the throne. You think the Broncos felt a little bit of heat coming into this draft with the success of the other teams here in Denver? Um, that they really had to make this work and really had to kind of m- make everything come together. I'm with you. I don't know what that means. I'm just with you. Whatever you just said, I'm with you. You were on your phone. I, w- I was looking. You were on your I phone. On you phone. were on your phone. <laughs> I'm with you, Tony. <laughs> I got you, Max. I got you. I got you covered. So You're supposed to just say, I, I'm with you, bro. I got I'm, your back, I'm with bro. You, Tony. But, um, yeah, they definitely have a lot of added pressure with the other teams doing so well because they're about to lose their fan. They're not going to lose the Broncos fan base, of course, but, no. you know, they're they're going to be Do you think 104-3 the no, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, there'll yeah, be a no, second no, no, tier no. team to either the Nuggets or the Avs or wh- whoever or takes, the Rocks. takes the number one spot. Yeah. There's never an off season. Right. We're talking yeah. Rockies. <laughs> the Rockies, by the way, we haven't even touched on the Rockies today. We need more time. It's not a good day to we talk need about more them. Time. Are they getting crushed? Yeah. Does Yelich hit like 19 home runs yeah, today? Yeah, it's not a good night for the Rockies. God, I love Christian Yelich. I love watching let's, him play. Let's go back to Drew Locke and his, his lookalike. Have you guys ever watched Entourage? No. Drew Locke has a twin. And his name is Eric Murphy. The kid who Kevin likes Connelly, CSU? The Kevin, no, the Kevin Conley oh. kid. Have you ever watched Entourage? I, I think I've watched one episode or two. See, that's so, old school. See, that's how you... You're going like, to tell I, me to like, watch Game of Thrones. You need to go back and watch Entourage. I gave it a shot, man. You had Vincent Chase. One shot. <laughs> but anyway, Drew Locke has a twin. And that's the kid And the drives a mile... The drives a mile high tweeted it out. It was a good tweet. Okay, but uh, I don't know. So, I don't. I don't want to talk Rockies tonight. It's not a good night for our Rockies. Why not? I love what's going. They're healthy. They're winning right? baseball games right now. The pitching 
even when they don't get a plus starting pitching, i.e. Tyler Anderson yesterday, That's, they're still they're still able to come back and well, actually yesterday they lost I think eight uh, eight to seven. The Braves took that game, but uh, but they're scoring runs and that was the challenge that we weren't seeing. But now it's because we have there's a we yeah. there's a healthy lineup in there. Now, do I like Trevor Story in the two hole? Uh, no, I, I don't. I do, but am I Bud Black? No. Where would I have him? Uh, Daniel Murphy needs to be in the two hole. That's what he is. That's what he's been his entire career. The guy hits doubles. He'll throw about 20, 23 home runs in there for you as mm-hmm. well. He is DJ LeMahieu, only about four inches shorter. He almost got and run over by the of, tooth guy. And too. with a lot of game experience. I think the young guys are really taken to him, man. But again, with the Rockies, they're down five to zero. And that's why I was looking at my phone a couple minutes ago. That's okay. It's one it's game. Been, it's one they're, game. They're playing the Brewers. Brewers got our number right now, but you know, it's a short series. We'll come back home. Was this Freeland tonight? Yeah, free, that's why I don't want to talk about it. Well, you can't. It doesn't go away if you don't talk about it. I we know. have to talk about it. Let's talk through this. All right, that's what we do. Freeland is human. He's gonna have a bad he's outing. He's more human than human. Yeah, he has. He's having a bad outing tonight. But we got the Nuggets at eight thirty tonight. Yeah, how are you? How do you feel, tomorrow? How do you feel about the eight thirty tip? By the way, you're very adamant. With I don't it. like eight thirty tips on school nights, but it's <laughs> it ruins the game. What you do understand that the the national exposure yes. during the regular season that comes with that is good for. We're in the, the second round. There's only what eight teams left now. They can get us a good time slot. Elite eight. That well, it's seven thirty TV but, revenue. You have a billion hey, laying around. NBA, and they can move it in and out. NBA, and meet me halfway. Start the Denver games across at 7.30. The sky? Meet me halfway you know, across the sky. 8.30 Kenny, Kenny start Log- games? Did you just drop some Kenny Loggins on me? Yeah, just like meet me halfway. Top Do run. a 7.30 start time. You know? What time is it in New York at 7.30? It'd be two hours later. It'd be 9.30. Yeah. You know, they're barely getting out on the streets in New York at 9.30. That's prime time. What time is it in Cali? 6.30. They're still stuck in traffic. They are still stuck in traffic. You know? I don't know. Broncos lost time? a good one today. Uncle Ray, we're with you. We appreciate yes, uh, Predos. it. Uncle Ray. It's a heavy heart. All heavy heart. But you know what? They're gonna uh the Broncos are the Broncos. A great draft. A good draft. I like the draft. I Tony. told you. Prediction you for the Nuggets, five games. They're gonna seven take seven games this. for me. Seven games for Max. Rocks. I'm still sitting on my Rocks. mile high sports prediction, eighty seven. And uh, whatever the other number is, 75, somewhere around there. I had him at 100 wins, but I'm dropping down to 95. 100 <laughs> wins? Not the Dodgers. God. Bellinger. I think Ridiculous. the Nuggets. I'm about to go Cody yeah. Bellinger and drop a 14th home run on you right here. Thank you for listening in. Our Thank boys you guys. over at Drives at Mile High. We're proudly presented by those guys. MileHighDrives.com. Don't go. Thank Jake. Yeah. Thank you, Keep Jake. Dugata well. Doug Ottawa. Can't wait to read your magazine. For LJ Maximo, I'm Tony Comas. Jake Meyer in the in the uh behind the glass. Don't go anywhere because I'm really not sure what's coming on next. But go nuggets. <laughs>